This is Father Rob Gallia. This is Laura Cassai from MasterChef. Hi, this is Genevieve Bryant. Hi, this is Steve Angrisano. And you're listening to ArchD Radio. ArchD Radio, Life FM. ArchD 107.9, Life FM. James here with you. I'm here again at Cabra. Wonderful place. Leafy, winter's day here in Cumberland Park. It's lovely, isn't it? Very it's beautiful. It's lovely. I am here with Emma. Hi, Emma. Hello. <laughs> and Taya, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's great to have you back on the show. You were here last year. Yes, very excited. Very excited. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things today. We're going to be talking a little bit about work experience because you guys are year 11. This is something that you do this year. And I, look, I remember work experience as well in year 11. It's something that I've never forgotten. Strangely enough, what I did was I went to a radio station. <laughs> Funny that. Weird. Anyway, we're going to be talking about phobias as well. We've sort I have a bit of a chat off air before we came on and we realised that there's some very interesting phobias around and one that you have in particular, Tay, I'm really looking forward to talking about. It has a name too. It does. It has so I don't know what's stranger, the phobia itself or the fact that it's common enough that it actually has a name. So we're going to be talking about that as well. Um, we're going to be talking about St. Dom's Day. This is a big thing here at Cabra um, and you guys are going to be actually featured this year with uh, your own band. We're going to find out a bit about that too. Wheat Bix as well. This is very, very big. And we wonder how much would a box of Wheat Bix really be worth to you under dire circumstances? <laughs> now, um, Emma, we were having a bit of a chat before about work experience. You and Taya have both done work experience this year, both uh, in schools. Yeah, we did. Was this a happy coincidence or is this something that you both have developed interests in um, individually? Well, I think I've always really thought about teaching because growing up in a, a primary school, the atmosphere was just great. And I thought, wow, I'd like to be like the teachers that I have. And Taya and I just share a lot of things. We have a lot of things in common. If you could think of one, was there one particular memory of, of your primary schooling that stands out to you as that was a really great special memory? My favourite thing to do at school, my friends and I would make up plays and perform them to our class, sometimes for fun. Far too long from year one to year five, I think. <laughs> it was an ongoing thing. Yeah. Um, but the teachers never complained, which I appreciate. But there was one about zoo animals where, oh, it just got out of hand and it ended up going for about 40 minutes, I reckon. <laughs> it was, was it scripted long. or was it just kind of like an improvised? Like, <laughs> it was improvised. I'll be this animal, you be this animal, and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. That was my personal favourite, I think. Yeah, highlight of year two, I reckon. And you were saying that the school that you went to do work experience at was actually your old primary school. It was, yeah. That's one of the reasons I wanted to go there. I wanted to see how everything's changed. But also I wanted to get the experience from the teacher's end rather than the end of a student. What was it like walking back into the school from a different perspective and kind of seeing yourself in a way but like, you know, 10 years prior to that? Everything was a lot smaller. Right. <laughs> um, all the tables and chairs were much smaller. The playground and everything, everything was just so colourful. Like I'm so used to being at a high school and we don't even have a playground. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, do you think people would use it? Probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just very different, but really good to see it from like an older, more mature point of view. Fantastic. And um, Taya, you also went to a school, but one with a slightly different kind of setting and focus. Yes, I went to a special education school, which 
was really good. <laughs> I wanted to go because I have been exposed to children with intellectual disabilities at Cabra because of our St. Mary's unit. It's something I've been considering to go down career-wise, so I thought I'd try it out. And yeah, it was really good. It kind of cemented that option for me. And what was it about the, the idea of working with people with intellectual disabilities that, that really kind of touches a core with you? I'm not really sure. I don't know. I think because obviously every child is extremely different. So like obviously in mainstream schooling, every child is different. But mm. in terms of teaching methods and how you actually um, physically interact with the child is different. And I think I really enjoy that sort of like uniqueness about every child. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a much different dynamic to mainstream schooling. And I think that was really eye-opening as well. And they do have lots of different like methods of improving, especially the more nonverbal children, improving their communication skills and things like that, like sign language and a lot of um, use with the iPads and stuff like that. Yeah. In getting them to try and tell teachers what they want and how they feel and things like that. Yeah, fantastic. That's good. So, that really cemented that um, idea of doing that for you. How about you, Emma? Have you walked away from that week going, this is something I do want to have a look at definitely or go, actually, no, not for me? Apart from being extremely exhausting, I am definitely considering teaching now. It really, um, I really enjoyed the week and I have thought about it seriously as an option for my future. And definitely primary, not secondary? I feel like secondary would be less full-on, less hands-on, but I think I enjoyed that aspect of it, so I think I would want to work at a primary school. Primary school is like a child's foundation, and if they have bad teachers who aren't if they're not interested in the child, then they're not going to feel positively towards school. They're not going to like school. They're not going to like their teachers. And that's why good teachers are necessary in primary schools. And I want to become one of those good teachers because I had some really good teachers when I was in primary school. And I was like, yes, I want to be like her. Now, did you see any of those teachers when you went back? I your, did. There yeah? were a few there still. Yeah, it was did really you, good did you take the opportunity to chat to them at all about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and they were all saying how we've all grown up and it's good to see us still going well. And, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, awesome. Well, from the sounds of it, you guys have made fantastic teachers. So, I'm thrilled and very optimistic about the future of people in our Catholic schools. That's fantastic. ArchD Radio. On air and online. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. ArchD Radio, Life FM. I'm here with Emma and Taya here at Cabra. How are you going, guys? Yes, good. good it is you. great to have you back on the show again. Now, we were having this little chat about phobias, strange phobias, because I brought up this fact that I know somebody when you were talking about teaching in a primary school setting. Now, I think I've got this right. I'm not too sure, but I think what they were saying was that they have a phobia about people if they get on their knees and start walking around, you know, shuffling around like that. And their worst nightmare is this idea of everyone getting on their knees, like if it's a whole classroom of primary kids, and shuffling around as well, to the point they have to get on their knees and they have to start shuffling around in order to just kind of neutralise the, the scariness of the situation. And you mentioned, Taya, uh, something that you have that freaks you out. What is that? I have a fear of holes and 3D sort of bumps. So, like, more like patterned holes, like small and, like, lots of... Like clusters? Yeah, like clusters of holes. Clusters of holes. Mm. Why? So, not an individual hole 
okay. That's fine. I, okay. So, so there could be like a little hole in the ground here and mm. that'd be okay. But if there was like six holes in some sort of symmetric pattern. Yes and no. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a pattern. I'm prob- it doesn't have to be in a pattern. But if all together and close, I think pattern is probably worse though. Because it's just more like referring to the images that make me feel uncomfortable. Okay. Well, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. So no, 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 okay. no. I don't mean like now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay, cool. So, okay. So, can you give me an example of what you mean by like a, a, an example of something that you've seen and you've gone, okay, I don't like that? Well, sometimes blackheads make me feel uncomfortable. Okay. Um, <laughs> can I... Can I just ask, I'm just picturing in my mind, like you've got Play-Doh and you use one of those things that squirts out like the the tubes, like it makes holes. Would that make you uncomfortable? I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, If you Google (laughs) trypophobia, it comes up with like tons of images that are quite uncomfortable okay and is it usually in like a, a cluster yeah they're oh, all, okay. it's, it's like a whole grouping of at least like seven holes maybe even okay. more like that's so interesting mm-hmm. i've never heard of it in that cluster thing is it are you are you someone who has any phobias at all emma is this something that's relatable to you in any way i can't relate to that particular phobia no i don't think i have any <laughs> Interesting fears. Although I don't, this isn't a fear. I just don't like giving people presents in twos. I like giving people things in threes. Okay. So, all right. So, giving someone a, so if, for instance, your idea of the worst gift ever would be like a salt and pepper shaker set or something like that. Yeah. Because I don't know, like if I've bought two main aspects of a present, I'll always get a box of chocolates or something just so it's in a three. Okay. Because that bothers me. That's, yeah. I don't know if that's a phobia. I don't know what <laughs> no, that is. Definitely not a phobia. <laughs> yeah. Hi, this is Joe Phyllis from the Adelaide Adrenaline. You're listening to Arch D Radio. Arch D. 107.9. Life FM. Now, Emma, this next story really comes courtesy of you in relation to something that happened to you while you were at work the other night. Uh, and you overheard something some customers said. So we just wanted to unpack this a little bit. But before we do, Taya, for something that you really, really loved food-wise, if I asked you, said like, okay, what's the thing that you love more than anything? First part of the question. Second part of the question would be, okay, so if I was to tell you tomorrow, okay, now first say, if I was to ask you, what would be your favourite food ever? Potatoes. Really? Yeah. In, In what way... Every way. Really? So, you like potatoes five ways if we were on MasterChef. That's what we say. Here's potatoes five ways. Yes. A Mm. platter of potatoes done every single possible way they can. So, mashed, boiled, even boiled. Love boiled. Boiled in salted water, chips. Hash browns. Hash browns. Anything with a potato thing is is your thing. Even sweet potato. Even sweet potato. Okay. So, if I was then to tell you, okay, common potatoes, they're fine. A few bucks a kilo. You get as many potatoes as you like. What if I was to tell you, okay, Taya, I've now taken all the potatoes in the world. (laughs) All the potatoes in the world now belong to me. And I need to ask you, so what's it worth to you? How much would you pay for, say, a basket of potatoes in this, in my self-imposed potato prohibition scam I'm running? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Okay, so a basket of potatoes. Yeah. Roughly how many potatoes will that be? Okay, this is important. We've got to quantify this. Now, if I said to you, okay, I will let you have... A basket of potatoes a week. Oh, okay. Week. And in that, say so that's three kilos of potatoes. So talking about what, like twenty potatoes? 
So a basket of 20 potatoes, how much? Do I have to pay every week? Yes, you do. I hadn't really sort of thought about structuring a payment plan in terms of this whole thing. (laughs) The the whole accounting thing, GST, all that sort of stuff. I haven't really worked it out. Uh, I... Can I lessen my amount of potatoes every week? Can I say 15 <laughs> potatoes every week? Just to adapt. Just adapt to less potatoes. Because I don't potatoes. think I'll eat 20 potatoes a week. Because you know, you know what the deal is, though? Regardless of how many potatoes I give you, I'm charging the same amount. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, we'll, it's, we'll take 20. We'll okay, take 20. we'll take 20. Okay, so it's kind of like more of those kind of walk-in door charges. Okay. <laughs> how about $70? $70. Really? They're worth that much to you? That's a lot for potatoes. You must love potatoes. I love potatoes. Yeah. Your no, favourite food, Emma? Sorry. Oh, no, your favourite food? So good. Sorry, Emma, your favourite food? I'd have to say sushi. I oh, think. wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cooked tuna's always a good one. Yeah. But um, I do like the pumpkin and mm. avocado. Oh, I don't think I've ever had pumpkin yeah, tuna. Uh, pumpkin favorite. sushi. Yeah, it's really nice. And you have it with what? With Soy pumpkin? Sauce. Is it just. <laughs> No, you know, no. Oh. Okay, yes, you have it with soy sauce and wasabi, I'm sure. Oh, yuck. You don't like wasabi? <laughs> wasabi. Never had wasabi. Oh, no, I can't do spicy things. So, no, no wasabi for you then? No. No, you don't I'm like it? I'm not a fan of spicy things. I was at my friend's house and they had curry once and it took me four glasses of water to get through dinner. Really? Yes. You just find the whole sensation of having spicy food that unpleasant i don't understand you can't taste anything but spice and spice isn't even a flavor <laughs> it just ruins your senses it kind of does in a way it does. Mm. i like mild spicy things but when it's too much it's, it's a bit overwhelming yeah yeah I, li- I like my body just to literally be tortured by spice oh, i love it there was a um a place in the central market that sells kind of like a sausage and bread thing. Mm. They have somehow gotten hold of this kind of like secret covert military testing version of mustard. That, <laughs> like, it's too hot. You can't get mustard this hot. It's crazy. And when you actually, the first time I bit into the sausage and tasted the um, the mustard, my throat involuntarily closed over to stop me from actually eating. It was an involuntary reaction. Fantastic, amazing sensation. It was incredible. Literally, you, like you just tears just literally stream out, and you just start coughing madly. And you and the person that. I was with just said, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I was like, "Oh, that's amazing, incredible." How and you enjoyed that? that? Oh yeah, it was mad. It was incredible. Yeah, I don't wow. get that. No, <laughs> neither. But anyway, getting back to how much would you say so, um, sushi? Okay, so I've taken over. I've taken over. World Sushi HQ, and I've said, Emma, got all the sushi, keeping it. How much? What's it worth here? A subscription. Because more like with the potatoes, it's if I say it's so much, I'm letting you subscribe to sushi. Right. <laughs> um, I'd say, is this a weekly thing again? Again. Yep. Yeah, about 50 bucks. $50? Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you get one sushi a week or do you get multiple? Oh, because you'd you want to get, get multiple. Them- yeah, definitely. It's it's like the potato thing. She's subscribing to the sushi, to the sushi. Nice. <laughs> sushi She's plan. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, making sure everything's in order. Because I wouldn't eat like a ridiculous amount of sushi a week anyway. It's more like because it's my favourite food. It's like a treat. Yeah. So I would be able to mm. live with not a lifetime supply. And I think things do remain delicious and a real treat when you don't have them so much, definitely. I mean, is that how you are with potatoes, Tay? Do you actually, but do you have them a lot? Because potatoes are more common, I guess. I don't, 
uh, I don't have them like every night or anything, but um, I think because with potatoes, like, okay, so I might have a hash brown, but I wouldn't have had a hash brown in about like three weeks. So that's wow. That was yeah. a good hash brown because I haven't had it in so long. And then roast potatoes, every Sunday we have a roast at home, you know, those roast potatoes, those are good. I oh, wait yeah. a whole week for those roast potatoes. And what's the secret of a roast potato? Because I've hit upon a great recipe for roast potatoes that I absolutely adore. Well, my mum cooks it with the chicken. Or, well, it depends what roast we have. Oh, yum. Yep. Chicken, I f- find roast potatoes with chicken are the best. My dad also does it, um, but his aren't as good. But um, <laughs> cook Cold. it with the chicken and the other vegetables because, I don't know, it gets like all the juice. If you're listening, Dad, Taya still loves you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it gets all the juices, but it's still kind of crispy and it's just like that nice crispy like, Yeah. but yum. not dry. I feel like sometimes if it, it can get dry if it's not cooked with... The thingo, mm. or if it's not cooked with the thing, you have to put some like some of that olive oil on, you know. Uh, oh man, and absolutely, salt. absolutely. Salt them like there's no tomorrow. St Dom's Day is coming up, Taya and Emma. Yes. Um, this is a big deal for you guys, though. Taya, can you explain to us what St Dom's Day actually is? Yes, St Dom's <laughs> Day is a celebration of St Dominic, and we spend the f- the morning in a whole school mass. Then we do a talent show in the afternoon. Okay, and how do you guys fit into this talent show in the afternoon, Emma? Well, this year, our band, The Blands, have decided (laughs) to show our talent because we've never done it before and we are ready. Yeah, okay. And what's the... Okay, so The Blands, how did the name come about to start with? Well, to be honest, I don't really know, but I was conversing with a fellow bland member and we were talking a bland mate if you will yes (laughs) and we were talking about the name for our band and i said band more like bland because we're bland people and then she was like we should call ourselves the blands and that's where the blands come from and you blandly agreed yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and i think it fits like we aren't very exciting people But our non-excitingness brings the excitement yeah. of our band. So, That's Emma, our motto. What sort of music is it? Is it bland music? Definitely Do people get a sense not. of going, I'm going to go and see the blands. I kind of now know what I'm going to get because of the music, because of the name. No, no definitely it's like not. A, what's it called? Contrast. Ah, ah a juxtaposition, if yes. you will. Contradiction. Yes. What sort of stuff is it, Taylor? What kind of music? Well... We have a couple of original songs. A lot of them are from some life experiences and they're mostly odes to other people. Okay. And we also have covered one or two songs. Okay. And is there anyone in particular that you'd sort of call an influence on your stuff? Avril Lavigne. Yes. Cool, man. And Shrek. And Shrek. Shrek. And Shrek. Shrek and Avril Lavigne are our two uh, inspirations. Shrek Avril. (laughs) Shrek Avril. Fantastic. Cool. Okay. So, this is happening on St. Dom's Day. That's very, very exciting. Has the band got like a Facebook or a YouTube or something? Instagram. We have an Instagram. Oh, fantastic. Okay. What's the name of the Instagram? The Full Stop Blands. Fantastic. Check it out. The Blands was taken. And keep up with the the, the photo, the photographic journey. Yes. The visual journey that is the Blands, the band. That's probably the best photographic journey ever. That you could ever hope for. Emma and Taya here at Cabra have been the special guests here. Great to have you on the show, guys. Great to be here. here. It's for a second time. It's great that you came on again. We are here with RHD every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to Life FM for more of your music and subscribe to our podcast, RHD Radio, on iTunes if you haven't already. We will see you in a couple of days. See ya. Bye. See ya.